My name is Scott Challoner, and you are listening to the Leaders Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of this program will know well, part of our mission here at the Leaders Council is to bring you a variety of distinct and differing perspectives on leadership. And to this end, today we welcome Christos Papa Ioannou onto the show. Christos is a leadership coach, senior humanitarian, and independent strategy program and funding consultant. He runs his own coaching business, Coaching Labs, and is also the co-founder of the coaching collective known as Positive Change Agents. Um, Christos, very warm welcome to you today, and by all means, thank you for joining us on the program. It's a real pleasure having you. Uh, thank you for having me, Scott, and it's um, and, and also giving me the opportunity to to talk about one of my favorite subjects. So thanks a lot for the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're very passionate about leadership ourselves here at the Leaders Council, of course, being very much in the name. And that is something you certainly focus on very much in your coaching career. Um, so how would you sort of describe first and foremost, Christos, your own kind of leadership style, if you will, how you sort of go about coaching people? Mm, I think, uh, I mean, I, I started um, working as a coach uh, a bit less than uh, three years now, three years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, before that, I have worked um, in um, in different organizations. I, I worked in the international development and humanitarian sector. So I had been uh, a leader myself. Um, I think, um, and, and this, of course, this is something that I bring in, in my coaching with people um, and uh, the way I work with individuals. I, I would start by saying that I think that everyone has a leadership potential and can be a leader, uh, even if we often don't see it. Um, it doesn't have to do with the job title or the role we have and uh, I think for me one of the characteristics of a leader is uh, someone who can bring positive change and this is something I um, I work a lot with uh, in, in my coaching uh, and I try to uh, help people see the potential they have mm-hmm. to, to bring the change for, for them, for uh, the team, the organization they, they work with or, or or the community, or anywhere, anywhere that they are active. Um, so uh, this change is important. I like, uh, I mean, there are many definitions of leadership. I like one from Brené Brown, who more or less says that uh, a leader is someone who sees the potential in people and also in processes and has the courage to, to jump into it and, and bring some change. Um, and... And I have to say, it doesn't have to be with a big bang. I, I have seen many great leaders that uh, um, can be quiet or can be seen as introverted, um, but they, they do a great job. And and, uh, and leadership definitely requires courage. So again, going back to how I work with uh, my clients and my coaching clients, I, um, I explore with them and I try to help them find the courage they have to to expose themselves because leadership is about exposure mm. um, and, and find what they care about. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you mentioned as well that you worked in the charity sector and that consisted um, of working on a lot of international development and humanitarian projects and you were leading some large global teams yourself. 
Um, would you say that that experience sort of benefited you and helped sort of grow you as a leader within your own right as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, I think leadership uh, fascinates me in general and probably that has been the case for, um, for many years um, uh, since I started my career. Um, but I, 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 when I was younger, I wasn't really thinking of myself as, as a leader. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, as a young student in school or later university, I, I had, um, I like cinema, I had my group of friends. I didn't see my friend, my, myself as a leader. I, but if I look back, I, I, I recognize some patterns. I mean, when I was in, um, in high school, I took the initiative. It was, it was during uh, or just in the aftermath of the Rwandan genocide um, in the mid-90s. And, and I took the initiative to bring some students together, raise some funds, and, and donate them to the humanitarian organization, which was Doctors, Doctors Without Borders, um, an organization I worked with after. Um, or I, I remember I saw, um, I read an article, I was still a high school student, and I read an article about... Uh, how Roma children uh, back in, in Greece, in Athens, where I grew up, um, were excluded from education. So I volunteered with this organization to help Roma children. So I realized that uh, from maybe early on in my life, I, I wanted to bring change, and that's for me one of the characteristics of leadership. Um, if, if I think about the job title, because I, I mean, I was working in my, uh, during my university years, I was mm. working with uh, Greenpeace. And, and this is when I, I first got a, a role that had the, the word leader in it. And I, yeah, I didn't feel like a leader at that point. Um, but I think I definitely grew, grew into it. I learned a lot. I mean, in my studies, I studied psychology. My first degree was in psychology. So I worked a lot. Um, uh, I mean, my, I did my thesis on um, work engagement and burnout in uh, staff working for uh, non-governmental organizations. And, and that's when I started studying as well and learning about leadership. And again, um, I got my first um, management role when I, I was managing teams uh, when I was 27, I think, uh, in my more, let's say, uh, proper professional career, not mm. during my university years. Um, and and then I, I, I kept learning since then. And I, I've learned a lot. I've, I've made mistakes, uh, but I also, I think I've, made some good things as a leader and, and working with my teams. Yeah, of course. And I suppose that even though now you're coaching the leaders of today and tomorrow, I suppose the fact that it's a constant learning process and we're never the finished article, really, you're kind of still learning a great deal about yourself, even as you're teaching others, aren't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, I, uh, I bring my... Um, I mean, I bring the learning I have from from all these years, um, but I I also learn from with from from every every person I I work with, um, and, um, and 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 I have to say as well. I mean, although I don't, uh, I mean, I quit my job, my leadership. I was part of a senior leadership team in my last role a few mm. years ago. I quit uh, about three years ago. Um, but I, I want to 
um, remain active, let's say, and practice my leadership muscle. So I, um, I mean, I'm part of the board of two organizations. I, um, I, I remain as active as I can because I think uh, leadership is something that you you need to keep practicing and you need to keep learning. Um, so I, I want to bring this also to the my coaching clients, the people I work with and mm-hmm. I support them as they they also take their own path and they discover their uh, leadership strengths. Yeah, and obviously you say you quit a leadership role to like embark on kind of your coaching career and then you've remained active in other roles as well. Um, what was sort of the motivation behind uh, that decision? What made you realize that going into coaching was sort of going to be the pathway for you? Mm, uh, that's a very good question. And I had, uh, I mean, I, I had been coached myself um, a few times in the past years. The first time it was in 2014 when I, um, although I wasn't formally diagnosed, I think I went through a burnout in, in a role I had then. I quit my job then as well, which was a kind of my dream job, which was working with Doctors Without Borders. Um, but I found that I probably needed a break and I needed to, to transition to something else. So um, I had coaching then and it really helped me uh, make sense of where I had been at that point, my journey that uh, until that point and then what I want to do next. Um, and then again, uh, in my last uh, role in an organization, I was, as I said, I was part of a leadership team and, and the organization was going through massive changes. And we had executive coaches working with us uh, as a group and also individually. And I, I realized how how helpful it can be. So these were definitely uh, important factors, having seen coaching from the other end. Um, and also, I, probably, I would say the most important reason for me is that I have seen in all the different organizations, the different roles I had worked in, um, I had seen great leadership and I had also seen some bad leadership, I would say. Um, and uh, having seen how coaching actually can help in leadership and also having realized myself that I, I was probably good at. I mean, I hadn't realized the early on, but I always, when I was working with teams, when I was managing people, I was always using, let's say, coaching approaches. Um, so I realized this is where I'm good at, uh, working with people and, and bringing the, the best potential out of them. So mm. I I took the decision, yeah, to, to quit my job. And uh, I had a, a course, I had the training that was, I mean, it was important for me to be and a training that was accredited by the International Coaching Federation to have the standards I needed. Um, and then I, I embarked on my own journey. Yeah, and it's um, been an incredible one as well. And um, I do want to talk about um, that sort of incident in 2014 as well a little bit more, Christos, because um, it ties in a lot to what we're seeing among leaders in the here and now, certainly post-COVID, because during the uh, the last two years with the pandemic, I suppose it is fair to say, isn't it, we've become far more aware of our own physical and mental health and well-being. And obviously, as leaders, we have a duty to safeguard that of our colleagues, but also to lead by example and to look after our own as well. And sometimes in leadership, we can forget to do that. So your experience of actually taking a decision as big as that for the good of your own well-being 
I suppose that does sort of set a real example, doesn't it? As leaders, we do have to safeguard our own mental health at times and we do have to sort of make those decisions to take that step back as and when we need to as well, don't we? Exactly, exactly. It's, and it's this, uh, for me, is the authenticity that leaders should have and, uh, and, and recognizing that things can be tough, things can be tough for everyone, um, that's important. Um, so, so the empathy for the others, but also for themselves and, and the self-compassion. For me, when I, um, I struggled a lot, I mean, looking back at my decision in 2014 to, to quit my job, I, it was not an easy decision, but I, I realized that it was probably the most, uh, first I would say responsible, uh, because it was responsible for a thing to do. It was responsible for 200 people and I could see that I wasn't doing, um, uh, the, my job as as well as I wanted to, um, but also was responsible for myself, and I I needed to to look a bit after myself. So it was uh, it took a lot of courage, uh, which I think also it is another leadership characteristic. Um, but but I did it, and and I think it's uh, um, it's important for all leaders to to care for themselves and their teams at the same time. Mm, absolutely and um a important thing that you're certainly working on with some of your clients as well Christos so we'll talk about this without giving too much away of course is actually working with leaders on that kind of compassionate leadership compassion for themselves compassion for their colleagues and fostering a real culture which allows people to thrive because of course people are within any organization your greatest assets aren't they so um how do we go about doing that um and moving away from that toxic culture we can sometimes see within certain workplaces mm, uh, there is uh, i'll start by saying probably that it's uh, it's a long journey uh, it's a long mm. journey um there are many things that uh, we can do and we should be doing uh, probably every day um it, it, being a long long journey doesn't mean that it is difficult or it has to be difficult but uh, it first requires recognition from ourselves as leaders that um, this is important this is important for everyone um i mean there is a ton of studies out there about um not only about how important it is for the well-being and the health of of the staff of the Mm. people i mean if we work if we talk about the workplace um, but it's also important for the organization or the company to be successful and um, and reach their goals. I mean, a toxic culture really means that uh, normally brings lots of dysfunction, um, brings a lot of negativity. Um, so the individuals and the organization doesn't work well. So it's this recognition. Also, it's the recognition that... Um, uh, Care. I mean, what I said earlier, caring about uh, others is important, and also uh, it bringing people together. Because uh, um, if we care about each other, if the leader cares about their team, this is uh, how um, people will realize that there can be trust, there can be belonging um, and, and inclusion, and there can be also resilience. Because I mean, what probably what. Uh, the last few years have all taught us is that uh, change is constant and um, and things don't go as planned and uh, and we need to adapt we need to to navigate uh through difficult times and this is this is when uh 
leaders really can can sign and and take their teams to to, to wherever they go next uh, through difficult times. Um, I think um, accountability is another important uh, uh, element for me because mm-hmm. uh, this accountability first towards ourselves uh, as, as leaders and recognizing what what is the right thing to do and having the courage to do it is important. Um, but I would say as well accountability that comes from the outside. I, I think... Uh, um, and there is uh, the the most the, the most successful or the best teams I have worked with were the teams that actually were uh, safe enough to, to talk truth to power and and uh, and and bring up issues and uh, and have the courage to to change them and then the leaders having the courage to listen to what their teams were saying and uh, and realize that probably they don't have everything. Right, and they need to to accept that um, um, that that following your team and 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 showing some democratic values is for the best. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, another thing as well that's really on the agenda for today's leaders as well that I do want to talk about, which also again I think has been given a new emphasis because of the uh, the pandemic is uh, diversity and inclusion within leadership and within workplaces because. Um, the pandemic has exposed a lot of underlying sort of social equalities. And so we're talking about this so much more than ever. And we're pushing for sort of equal opportunities in senior roles, especially. Um, so you work on what leaders can do to use their influence positively to, you know, enable social justice and pave the way for the sort of diverse leadership of tomorrow. So what can leaders do to go about facilitating that transformation in your view? Mm. Uh, that's really important, and I'm. Um, I think although it's um, uh, a lot of uh, there is a wave wave of change that maybe has come through or from from difficult situations or difficult events. I mean, it was the the tragic um, death or murder of George Floyd a few years ago it was the the Me Too movement that actually also brought these issues more on the surface and uh, and I think um, um, I, I have seen and especially probably in every sector but especially in the sector I have experienced in and I have worked for for decades I have seen uh, that there is things happening maybe slowly but there is things happening and this is where I see that the um, leaders first recognize it they, they recognize as well their own uh, let's say blind spots uh, their own maybe their own privilege or their own uh, uh, power that they haven't realized they use, maybe not in the best ways always. Um, so that uh, these are, I would say, first important steps for, for a leader. Uh, I think accepting that they can have control of everything is, again, important mm. um, uh, because there are stuff that happens that it's, it's out of the control and it's okay and sometimes they just need to trust uh, what is happening in, 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 the, in the organization or the business they work in. Um, and, um, and then is really making the space. I think uh, I have seen some great examples of uh, feminist leadership, for, for example, that is a lot about inclusion and it's a, a lot about making the space for others that might not necessarily look like you or 
sound like you uh, to to get some more uh, leadership uh, leadership roles, I would say. Mm. Um, so so recognize this, recognizing this, giving um, space, uh, also learning. I think uh, I I would probably say with certainty um, if. Uh, if leaders think they know everything and they don't have to learn anything more, I, I don't think they should be in the in the position of leadership. Mm. I think you're very right in saying that we do have to recognise as leaders, don't we, that we're not infallible, and there are going to be times where we don't have all of the answers, and there isn't anything wrong with that. It's about embracing the setback, embracing the difficulty, and the learning experience, and really using that to develop ourselves, isn't it? Exactly, yes. And, and that actually takes a lot of burden. I mean, I've seen it in my, in my mm. coaching with clients. It really, when, when leaders recognize that, it, there is a lot of burden that's taken off their shoulders and, and it can make them really better. Uh, and even I would say, I mean, what I, I say to, I used to say to my teams and now I, I sometimes I say to, to my coaching clients that you should be celebrating your mistakes and the failures um, because this is, I mean, that, that's also that's part of authenticity is that showing that yeah, we're mm. all humans and we will make mistakes. The important thing is what we do after that and how, what, what learning do we get and what do we do differently after that learning? Mm, exactly. It's how we sort of, you know, show our vulnerability, show our authenticity and then respond to the setback, use that to better ourselves and use that to learn. I think that's exactly right. And um, I do want to keep talking a little bit about the uh, the future just before we do wrap up uh, Christos on the uh, the show this uh, this afternoon. Um, and um, you're, of course, taking your um, role very seriously in helping develop the leadership of tomorrow. So what I'd like to understand just before we finish is this. Um, what are some of your own personal ambitions for the next 12 months? And what are you sort of hoping to have achieved by maybe this time in a year in sort of helping develop that next generation of leaders? What's on the horizon for you personally, do you think? Mm, uh, that's a great question. I, I have to say that I, uh, uh, I'll, I'll start by saying that I will continue probably practicing uh, my my courage in having my own business. I, I, that's uh, something I started a few years ago. I haven't hadn't done it before. Um, I learned a lot and I keep learning. So probably that's important. Uh, and at the same time, I really want to, to work with um, as many organizations and individuals as, as I can. Uh, in the last uh, year, I, I work with, with more and I really enjoy it. Um, so probably at this point, I'm, uh, I'm at the phase that uh, um, I'm uh, I, my ambition is, is on the numbers uh, because I want to have uh, mm. the biggest impact I could. Um, and at the same time, the second thing I'm really excited about, in uh, especially yeah, for, uh, I think of the next 12 months, is the collaboration I have um, with a leadership uh, organization I have co-founded, Positive Change Agents. Um, and we have some exciting things happening uh, in the pipeline and uh, I'm, I'm really, yeah, I really look forward to, to them. Yeah, it sounds like there's plenty to be getting your teeth stuck into, uh, Christos, and uh, best of luck, of course, in executing all of this to the best possible effect and, you know, keeping uh, that next generation of leaders educated. It's certainly something we're passionate about here at the Leaders' Council as well. 
and um, by all means as well Christos um, I would love actually as we sort of start to see the situation developing uh, to maybe welcome you back on uh, to the show at some point and just see how things are sort of coming along in that journey for yourself and for those um, future leaders that you're working with as well Oh, thank you again. I would love that, uh, definitely. And I, I keep following what uh, you're doing at the Leaders Council. And, uh, and uh, I, I really think it, it's very important that you're bringing actually the focus on, on leadership uh, in, into the conversation in, the, in this country and hopefully globally too. Um, so, yeah, I would love to, to be back and, and uh, talk more about uh, what I, I and the people I have worked with have achieved in, in the next 12 months. Absolutely. I'd relish that opportunity, Christos, and it would be brilliant to welcome you back onto the show in future. Um, For now, of course, thank you so much for your time today and do um, take care and stay safe with all still going on in the world. And just for everybody tuning in today as well, um, if you feel that you have your own story to come and share with us here at the Leaders Council, then by all means, we do want to hear from you also. And you too can apply to be on our podcast via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Um, for now, uh, Christos and everybody tuning into the program today, it's been an immense pleasure having you all with us. I've been your host, Scott Challoner, on today's episode of the Leaders' Council podcast. Please take care and goodbye. <laughs>